I'm Misty. And I'm Ike. For the next 15 minutes, we're going to debate pop culture. My background's in music. My background's in film. I know the topics beforehand. And I don't. We check the internet for the facts. And ruin it with opinions. From pop rocks in your lunchbox. To Happy Meal toys and swatch clocks. Nanu Nanu, Misty. Nanu Nanu, Mork. I like it. Mork and Misty. Mork and Misty. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. I kind of like it. Yeah. I thought about that one for a whole like 10 seconds at least. Yeah. Should we address what's going on or should we just go for it? <laughs> well, I mean, this is theme week. Yep. We have been talking about science and... Science. Science. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just not necessarily pop culture things, but things that... Um, Scientific pop culture things, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we've done a couple of episodes about, uh, you know, oddities in the world, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You're enjoying it. I'm just having a little sip of my space drink. <laughs> Sp- space juice mm. is what that is. Space juice too. Space the rejam. Oh, so bad. I know. Um, what <clears throat> do you want to do today? I want to ruin the universe. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You, know, you know the deal, folks. 15 minutes on the clock starts meow. So, I want to talk about <clears throat> if you were to go UFO hunting, mm-hmm. where are the most popular places to go? Oh, where snap. are UFO sightings? Where do they happen more often? Uh, reported where are they reported more often than anywhere else so um there i'm sorry googling googling okay it's okay you can the world's eight best places to hunt for extraterrestrials mm-hmm. and you know it's a trusted source because it's from forbes mm-hmm. indeed do you know the andes mountains is is a spot um sorry i was In- being distracted by some very targeted marketing on the forbes page it was an ad for IBM UI or AI. Whoa. Yeah. So you, oh, you like aliens? Yeah, me too. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Let's see here. Okay. What's number eight on the list? Where we go? Chile. The Andes Mountains. Yeah. yeah. It's often mentioned as the country with the highest recorded number of UFO sightings due, its, due to its low humidity, high altitude ridges, and clear skies with little pollution. Chile has become a favorite among UFO seeking seekers from around the world. That makes me think of there's somewhere in South America where the all of the tops of the mountains have been cut off, and it looks yeah. like runways for airplane uh, for uh-huh. UFOs. What's that place called? I don't know. Look it up. Oh, okay. Sorry, my nanny nanos keep moving. Nanoing. <laughs> That's really cool, though. I want to know more about it. So tops ruin it, ruin it for me. Tell me about it. Mountains. Cut off South America UFO. Let's see what happens. Okay. Images. Ooh. I mean, it came up with Machu Picchu, but that's not necessarily it. No. Although, can you imagine? Machu Picchu is six hours away from Lima, which is on the Mm -hmm. coast. It's like, it's, imagine hauling all that rock. Um, I went to Machu Picchu once. Did you? Yeah. I missed it. We went, um, we ziplined. Oh man, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Nothing's coming up with this particular Google. Let's okay. go back to the world's eight best places. Maybe All it'll right. come up. 
Um, let's see here. Alma Observatory. Um, I think that's still in Chile. Like you're you're just going through the list in Chile still. Um, doesn't say where it is. Oh, it is. It's in northern Chile. Okay. San Clemente UFO Trail. And also this Chile. Also Chile. Is this the eight best places to find UFOs in Chile? Okay. I'm going to take you down a little bit more fun path. Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I, I have maybe in my day been known to take like a random weird road trip. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of a thing. Yep. So on my way moving to California many, many, many years ago, I went to Roswell. Um, I am, I find myself often attracted to things that initially seem really goofy to me, but mm. then once I get there and find out like the history behind them and stuff, they actually seem a lot cooler, which Roswell was definitely one of those. Okay. So there are a lot of those here actually in the United States. Um, Rachel, Nevada. Okay. Do you know where that is? I'm about to look it up. Well, it's on the way to Area 51. Um, it's essentially the closest, it's the nearest town to Area 51 that you can get to um, without getting in trouble. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I've heard. Right. <laughs> so, like, one of the fun things about these places are the way that the locals have embraced the fact that they are a hot spot for people seeking things that are just maybe not necessarily the norm. Mm -hmm. And the locals, you know, often tend to be a little kooky and, you know, a little funny. Yeah. So Rachel, Nevada is one of those places. Um, It's been, it was established in 2002. Yeah. It's not that old. And their website looks like it was made uh, in 91. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not surprising. (laughs) <laughs> Note, there are no services in Rachel. The nearest gas station is more than 50 miles south in Ash Springs mm-hmm. or 110 miles north in Tonopah. Yeah. Like, I mean, the entire town, everything about it, it it's become like a kind of an icon of American UFO legends. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, there's, there's stuff in town about the X-Files and Independence Day and... Um, you know, tiny little restaurants that are the entire theme is UFOs. And yeah. yeah. Do you know what day of the year Rachel Day is? I don't. It's May 18th. Okay. And they uh, have a little parade, and but nobody's watching it because everybody's in it. Right. How many people live there? That's a good question. Rachel Nevada population 54 54 people that's so cute that's interesting they should kick three people out to make it 51 Mm -hmm. oh genius what if what if underneath rachel nevada is a big underground massive ufo base and like they just keep putting it out that area 51 is where we do all the stuff and then they really do it at rachel that just made me think of Area 52. I'm sorry, what's Area 52? Area 52 is where they've, like, so many people know about Area 51 that they have a separate base where they do the actual stuff and stuff. Area, let me see here. Area 52. Let's look it up. Area. F- so everybody found out about their secret base. So they built another secret base close to it and named it One Digit Off. Well, yeah, there's many areas. Way to keep it a big secret. There's, I think, oh, let's Google that. How many areas are there? How 
I think there's hundreds. How many areas like area 51 are there? Hmm. What's this 51? Area 51. 17 places to hunt aliens. Area 51 <laughs> fun facts. Storm Area 51, the joke. No definitive answers. Huh. But I was noticing on the, the world's eight places to, um, best eight places to watch UFOs, mm-hmm. Joshua Tree is on there. Yeah, absolutely. So if they're doing test flights in Nevada, right. you're going to definitely see it in Joshua Tree. Right. I mean, anytime that anyone sees a UFO, it's automatically chalked up to yeah. that. Um, but then there's the interesting fact, you know, the whole Tom DeLonge thing um, with you know, what was it, four years ago, he was just like, aliens, aliens, UFOs, blah, blah, blah. And everyone's like, you're crazy. And then, like, a year ago, the government released videos and weird shit that's like, yeah, these are probably UFOs. You're not crazy. Wow. Yeah. What What is something that I could Google to get that government release? Tom DeLonge UFO videos, I would think. So they released them to Tom DeLonge? No, they released them to the public. Pentagon declassifies three yeah. UFO videos after Blink-182's Tom DeLonge, blah, 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 blah. This is a big deal. You know, like everyone's like, oh, whatever, the crazy guy from Blink-182 is talking bullshit. Yeah, they just don't show you the actual video. You you can see the videos. You can find them if you look long enough. You don't even really have to look long enough. That Just that article doesn't show them to you. Alien I've UFO watched them many times. videos. <laughs> Declassified UFO videos, YouTube. Yeah. I mean, essentially, he just kept talking and talking and talking until finally they were like, all right, you know, he's actually saying things that we can't argue anymore. It was time. Um, Recently, I'd say two or three months ago, maybe up to six months ago, because I don't know what time is anymore, but um, Joe Rogan had uh, an Air Force pilot on that Mm -hmm. saw a tic-tac, tic-tac-shaped object coming out of the ocean. Yeah, there's quite a few of those... um, pilots that will that will definitely say yeah i've seen something up there yeah not you know i'm used to seeing other crafts that are like what i fly yeah (laughs) this is different than that totally yeah it's pretty common and apparently they can go from like being to another point on the radar in an unfathomable amount of time Mm -hmm. absolutely so i mean we talked obviously about roswell and area 51 um there, there are a lot of other areas like that there in the U.S. Um, there is a place in, I believe it's Colorado or southern Utah. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I think it's called the Skinwalker Ranch. Oh, are you familiar with that? I've heard of Skinwalker. I've <laughs> been to Skywalker Ranch. Yeah, no. I know. Yeah, not the same. Hold on. Skinwalker Ranch. So. Skinwalker Ranch is a property located on 512 acres in Ballard, Utah. It's reputed to be the site of paranormal and UFO-related activities. The name is taken from the Skinwalker of the Navajo legend concerning vengeful shamans. Mm. So I watched a documentary on this. And essentially what it is, is there's a line of mountains and like a a river that runs through um, this land on the very edge of the land. Mm -hmm. And the Navajo tribe that still lives on the other side absolutely forbid any, anyone that's in the Navajo tribe to ever travel over that river. Whoa. And they call the... 
the beings that have been seen there, they call them skinwalkers because it gives you a feeling that something is walking on your skin. Oh, because yeah. this is... It's super creepy. But yeah. anyways, um, the ranch has actually gone through like several different hands and at one point was supposedly bought by a man who headed up that department of the government that released... Like, they had a specialized UFO project. Yeah. And this guy was supposedly in charge of it, and he bought that ranch. <laughs> and apparently, like, the story, I think, is is they did a bunch of, um, you know, testing and looking and blah, blah, blah there. But it's since been sold to someone who's a celebrity. In the documentary, they have this person on screen. It's someone mm. of high wealth, I guess, is how they describe it. And he won't show his face, and they have his voice. Interesting. Is yeah. it Tom DeLonge? I don't know. I've always kind of thought probably that would yeah. make sense, right? Um, they in the documentary. Do you know who Robbie Williams is, the singer from the UK? Yeah. Yes. He actually comes and stays with some of the guys that are doing, you know, that have all of their machines and mechanisms, and spends like a weekend there because he's like a hardcore believer in all of this. Really? Yeah. I so, spent a month with Robbie Williams once. That's that sounds like about a. a not too long. I filmed the uh, making of his album eight years, seven years ago. Mm. Okay. Anyway, uh, he's a crazy dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that, uh, again, is another huge place um, that people like to go and try and get onto, like Area 51, and to go spot UFOs. It's, it's kind of weird, though, because it's one of those places that they don't just spot ufos they also talk about paranormal activity there yeah because there's these Which there's a very weird you know fine line yeah between the, those. it's interesting yeah they call it the ufo ranch they do sorry i'm reading an article on it right now yeah it's about pretty weird like lots of like deer blind seeing like a what they appears to be like a yellow creature yeah and lots of like cattle mutilations and things like that which right Often, a lot of people, you know, like to attribute cattle mutilations to paranormal, but mm. also could definitely be aliens, like... Yeah, they're hungry. Experimenting. Steaks are good, man. <laughs> good to everybody. <laughs> Someone once bought me a lamp that had, <clears throat> had a UFO on the top of it, and there was a little cow that went with it, and when you turned it on, the light looked like it was falling down on the cow to, like, suck the cow up into the UFO. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> That's super cute. <laughs> I have weird friends. Um, this is a weird article, man. It's a, it's a very weird, like, I definitely, like, you know me. I don't, I deep dive into any of that shit when I start watching something like it. Yeah. What do you think the most popular UFO sighting in the world is? Do you think it, did we touch on that yesterday with the Arizona sighting? I, I don't know. Let's most popular UFO sighting in the world. History's most infamous UFO sightings of the modern era. You go there, and I'm going to go the five most credible. Yep. Yeah. I'm on the history channel. So am I. Kenneth Arnold, 1947. Uh, Roswell is number two, 1947. See, and I was going to say, I think to me, Roswell is the most, probably the most well-known. Yeah. The Lubbock Lights of 1951. Ooh, explain to me what those are. See, again, down there in the south, the like, you know, southwest. Oh, Lubbock, Texas is what you're saying? I don't know where Lubbock is. 
Lubbock yep. is in Texas. Texas. Yeah. On the evening of August 25th, 1951, three science professors from Texas Tech were enjoying an evening outdoors in Lubbock when they looked up and saw a semicircle of lights flying above them at a high speed. Over the next few days, dozens of reported reports flooded in from across town. Texas Tech freshman Carl Hart Jr., or Carl's Jr., <laughs> even snapped photos of the so-called Lubbock Lights phenomenon, which were published in newspapers across the country and Life magazine. Project Blue Book, which led the Air Force inquiries into UFOs, investigated the events, and its official conclusion was that the lights were birds reflecting the luminescence Ugh. from Lubbock's new street lamps. Sure. Bullshit. Bullshit. This Can one I, slaps. I, I want to end this real quick with a, a short story. Sure. Here is what I think a, a super weird one, and I will tell you why I think it's super weird. So in 2006, at Chicago O'Hare Airport, uh, flight getting ready to take off to North Carolina, and a United Airlines employee on the tarmac reported seeing a dark gray metallic craft hovering over gate C-17. Uh, by the end of the day, 12 employees and witnesses in the airport also reported seeing the same thing. Whoa. But they saw it at 4.15 in the afternoon. Okay. How often are any of these UFO sightings during the day? That's true. Not often at all. Yeah. It's always at night. They're light. So then anybody can be like, oh, yeah, it was military testing or blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, This was during the day. Yeah. Full daylight. Dude, I wonder how, weird is how that? many of them go unseen. Because it's because during it's the day. day. Right? Yeah. Because you're not expecting to see them. Right. The, FA- the FAA... Uh, ruled it a weather phenomenon and refused to investigate. Of course. Dun, dun, dun. I want the truth. I can't handle the truth. The, the truth is out there, Mulder. The truth will set you free. The truth is out there, Mulder. You're supposed to say, I still believe Scully. I still believe Scully. <laughs> you do it all wrong. I, I still believe Scully. <sighs> Scully is the one I still believe. Oh, my God. Unless, Unless it's, it's we know it's Thursday. We will see you tomorrow. We will see you tomorrow. Be happy about it. I'm very happy. You sound so sad. <laughs> you have balls on your head. <laughs> uh. Goodbye, buttholes.